Good morning. Good Welcome to Family Life Church. Thank you, Kay. Woo! Um, I guess I'll talk for it a little bit. Um, so I've been having these like worries, like in my life. One, it was like about grandma. I know some of the ladies know. Then we found out. Well, we don't certainly know, but Shelly, she's a good doctor. So <laughs> she said that I had an umbilical cord hernia. Is that what it is? Looks like it. It looks like it. It is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, like all these worries in my life, it's like to struggle. But I just want to um, let you know, uh, just give your worries to God. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll pray. <laughs> um, Lord, um, just fill us up with your spirit. And yeah, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Go ahead and stand this morning. These beautiful students are going to lead us in worship today right to the throne of God.
spiritual hoarding and it really spoke to me because so many times we get so filled up with God but we don't let it pour out we just keep stacking it and stacking it and stacking it and we don't pour out and these kids takeover services remind me so much that we don't need a, a platform or even a anything to pour out these kids like they're receptive we're having youth on Sunday nights and our group is just growing they're hungry they're they're just looking for someone to pour into them and so I just encourage you you know any opportunity you get don't hoard the stuff that God's teaching you they need your life lessons they need your encouragement they need to know that you notice them and that you're proud of what you see doing in their life you know they're your church family or you're their church family and they look up to you guys and so it just really spoke to me yesterday when she talked about the spiritual hoarding. Like, I don't want to stop up what God's doing in my life. I want to let it pour through. And these students are a beautiful place to pour because they're hungry. They need it. They want it. You know, I think we get in our head, well, I'm just an old person. They don't want to hear what I have to say. And it's not true. I believed that for a while. But I've been, you know, pouring into them for a while now. And, and I love it. And they're just so receptive. And you get to watch God just flourish and grow them. So I just wanted to encourage that this morning, but let's just keep worshiping and let God lead us here today.
there were some that were talking about how cold it's been and, and you were praying really hard. Now it's really warm. Your prayers have been answered, I guess, to the max. I'm going to start praying the other way, though, and maybe turn it down some. Father, we thank you for opportunities together like this, Lord. Thank you for opportunities to come together with family. And Lord, the different things that come against us, thank you, God, that they're never bigger than you. They might be bigger than us, but they're never bigger than you. And God, I thank you for the hope and the confidence that we can have when we travel through this life, that we fight from victory. It's not for it. We don't try to strive or, or, or go after um, things in that sense. But Lord, we fight from a place or a position co-heirs with Christ, victorious, already it's finished, it's a finished work and may, may we step and walk into that, Lord, and walk that out in our lives. Help us, Lord, to see that increase in us more and more and more. God, thank you for the students leading here this morning. Pray that you continue to bless them, use them, flow through them and Father, we pray have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. So I have a couple of announcements this morning before I turn it over to, uh, to uh, Katrina and Caitlin, and, uh, and so we're going to be blessed by them, I know. Um, that's coming up in just about three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. I don't get to preach. I didn't get to preach last week. Maybe it's going to be 50 minutes. No. So I just want to let you guys know that uh, this week the, the, um, there's a growth group for the worship night. That's canceled. Um, we don't have a slide for that, but uh, just so that you know, um, that's canceled. The purpose of that is so that we can gather together with Grace Community Church. Um, we're going to do a combined service with them next week on February 5th at 10 a.m. That's 10 a.m., not 10.30. You can come at 10.30, but you'll be late, and, uh, and then we'll make fun of you. And we'll, we will. We probably will make fun of you, Amanda. No, it's good. No. So, <laughs> Um, but, but the reason why the, wor the, uh, the worship night is canceled on Thursdays so that we can um, come together with their worship team, and our worship teams are going to come together. We're going to practice on Thursday night. That's their typical worship practice night, and so their rehearsal is that, that evening. So, so we're going to take that Thursday evening and, uh, and worship or do, do the practice. If you want to come to that, you can, and worship in between our breaks and all that stuff that, that a typical practice has. So, so combined worship service at Grace next week. February 5th at 10 a.m. We'll send out reminders for that on the text group. And so I'll make sure that you're in the loop on that. And then also we have, um, don't click the next slide yet because it's a video. Yeah. Um, so we as a, as a youth, the students are going to go on a uh, trip to Winter Jam. Anybody ever heard of Winter Jam? Raise your hand. Yeah. What? What? You get to see a lot of bands for a very little bit of money. And so, um, so it's really cool. That's going to be next Sunday night, um, and we're going to actually meet before the evening time. We're going to meet at Grace Community Church at 2 p.m., and uh, it's in St. Louis. So, so the youth group is going to meet there, and so if you're a student and you're interested in going, the cost is just $10, and, uh, and that covers your ticket, that covers your meal, and that covers transportation. That's a heck of a deal, okay? If you're a student, Tiffany, if you're a student... <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's free babysitting. Um, and so the cost is just 10 bucks. Um, and again, the tickets, they normally cost $15, but uh, we're covering that. And then a meal that we'll have beforehand and then transportation, of course, we'll do that as well. And so right now we have about 20 to 25 students in the youth that uh, combining our youth and grace. 
And so we meet there on Sunday evenings, and we'll be there this, this Sunday night at, a, well, Sunday afternoon at 4. It seems like it's night because it starts turning dark. But, uh, but next Sunday, we're going to be doing that Winter Jam. If, you've not, if you're not familiar with Winter Jam, I have a promo video. Let's go ahead and roll that. I love the pads right over the top of that whole video. <laughs> Angie, you walked away and set her up for failure. You have to apologize to her later. She did. She just abandoned you. She's like, hey, best way to learn to fly is to get out of the nest. I'm going to throw you off the cliff. So what you could hear of that, do what? Well, we're going to find that out tonight because it depends on how many students go. So, yeah. And, and, and there, there is a line of adults that <laughs> I've, already, I've already said. So, so, yeah. What is it? Sixth grade through twelfth grade. Yeah, yeah. So some of you college students and things, you guys stay home. <laughs> right, anything? Yeah, hey, yeah, you can go if you pay for yourself. Like, that's $15 at the door. You don't need a ticket. They just, you pay at the door. So, and you could, you could make it a really cheap thing and pack a bologna sandwich and everything. I mean, I could, it could be really affordable. So, so that's coming up. And then also we have Youth Encounter. Um, that is Friday and Saturday, February 17th and 18th. That's going to be a Kingdom Seed. Uh, their, their ministry building downtown on the square. There's no cost for that. Again, that's for grades 6 through 12. Youth group age, be clear. And then uh, if you have questions about that, you can see, Julie, there is a very simple, quick registration process for that. So if you're interested in that, see Julie, and she can point you in the right direction. And then one other thing before I turn it over to our awesome uh, speakers, teachers, presenters, preachers, reverends, doctors, whatever you want to call it. Um, so we had a, we had a meeting um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, with the Jefferson County um, Board and uh, the county board members, and they have uh, um, ARPA funds that they are looking to uh, distribute. And, and ARPA funds, I think that's like American Rescue Plan assistance, maybe, or whatever it is. And, um, and so, um, so there's uh, the pot. Have him come up here and do this announcement. Um, so there's the possibility that we could receive some assistance for the shelter through, through that, um, the, that grant money that the county has received. It definitely qualifies and, uh, and would be a great fit for, uh, for what we have going there. But, uh, but I believe that we got, it got postponed again on decisions that are made. But this next, this next 
meeting that we have, the cap will be lifted so that they can make some decisions and write some checks. And so I believe what's happened in that is that God has basically given us some extra time to offer up prayer for this, okay? Would you please not just think that, oh, somebody else is praying for that. Would you please mark it on your list of things to pray for, that God's blessing and his favor would come through that? Now, whether it comes through that or some other means, we trust God is our source. He's our provision. But this is an opportunity to, to see, you know, his blessing and favor come through. So if you would mark that on your list, I believe that the uh, next meeting is, it's the last Thursday in February, I believe. And so we have some time to be praying for that meeting, for God's favor and blessing. And guys, it'll help out tremendously, tremendously, okay? Can I just give you some numbers? The project that we're looking at doing, that we're already in the midst of, is over a million-dollar project, okay? This would be a $300,000 potential check written to the shelter. And so, um, so be praying for that, please, if you would. It would help and go a long, long way. So, all right. All right, so I'm going to turn this over to um, a couple of students who are youth student leaders. They've been leading in youth um, for the last uh, three weeks, four weeks, and uh, been doing a great job there. And, uh, and so we asked them if, uh, if they would share. And after they share, Katrina's going to come up and facilitate some ministry time and application. And so, uh, so let's go ahead and show some love to Katrina and Caitlin as they come on up. Today, we are going to talk about um, staying, walking with God and staying on the path that he has for you. All right. Um, what does it look like to walk with God? Um, what does it mean to walk with God? To walk with God means we choose to glorify him in every way we can. Walking with God requires us to take steps of faith and that means we can't just always, we can't always see where our feet will land. It, it is with trust. Second Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Psalms 119, 105, your hand, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. What does it look like to walk with other things that are not of God? The time that I wasn't working on my relationship with God and started to do other things that were not of him, I would have these days where I was mad and had anger in me. When we do that, we choose not to take God's path for us. It does make life harder. He wants us to take his, his path for us. So... We have to recognize the path that we're on right now. A question you can ask yourself is, do you feel close with God? Are you coming to him with all your struggles? Um, when we walk away from God, we start walking in things such as fear. So you have to think about if you're giving up something good for something bad. We could give up boldness for fear, joy for sadness, hope for distrust, and love for hate and other things. So you have to think if those things are in your life and like why they are there. You have to understand 
where it came from. When life is weighing down on you and everything just feels really hard, it's probably a sign that you're not walking with God because that's not what God wants for us. So God doesn't want us to hurt all the time. So if you, like, if you are hurting, it's a sign you need to come to him. Um, we also need to recognize what's taking us off of our path with him. So like, if you're driving on a road and you take one little turn, it makes you go a whole opposite direction. I'm going to tell you guys a short little story. One time, I was driving on the interstate for like the second time in my life, and there was a turn I had to make, like an exit. And my dad, in the quietest voice he could, he said, look, look. And I was like, I didn't hear him, I guess. So I just kept going straight. And it took me completely off track. And it took longer to get back to where we needed to go. But that I didn't listen to what my dad was saying, I went off in a whole different direction, and it wasn't good. It added time to my, to get to my destination, and it um, caused me to have to turn around, which God doesn't want us to have to make all these long ways. He wants us to just go with him. But that I turned off from the path doesn't mean that I never got to the destination. He has to, he has to, um, God leads us to new ways. Yeah. So one little choice can, like, change your whole lifestyle. And sometimes we think it's small. We think it's small sin. But that small sin will lead to really big sin that's changing your whole life. Sometimes we think, um, I'm just going to watch this show, even though it's not a good show. And, like, you're like, it's just a show. It's not going to change anything. But as you start watching that and letting that into your life, you're going to start, like, kind of replicating that kind of um, behavior. Um, so maybe you're not like um, purposely sinning um, you're just letting other things take over that's um, it's still kind of it's, like, it's still sinning because you're not coming to God and that's what he says for us to do so we need to make sure that we're always coming to him and if it just feels like you can't come to him I feel like that means like, you're letting the devil tell you things, because that's not true. We can always come to him. He's never going to turn us away. So, um, we usually, as people, try to deal with things on our own. I feel like a lot of us, we don't like to ask for help. We like to show that we can do it. And having that kind of, um, doing that kind of thing takes you further from God. Matthew 11:28 says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God says that we are free and don't have to follow in sin's path. So once we recognize the path that we're on, it helps us um, come closer to him. Because if you don't know you're on a bad path, then you're not going to try to come to him. Romans 6:14 says, Sin will no longer control you like a master. That's because the law does not rule, your, rule you. God's grace has set you free. So we just need to know what we're doing so we can fix it. How to align with God. Proverbs 16.3 Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. As we agree with God's word, our lives come back into alignment. 
with our spirits, souls, and bodies operating in their proper roles as, as is pleasing to God. Then we will walk as God intended us to walk in a posture of wisdom and strength. We will be in good wealth, whole, and productive for the Lord with nothing holding us back. Aligning with God makes us free and able to do the works of Jesus. So, um, just because we've aligned with God and we know what he wants for us doesn't mean we always stay on track. Like, you have to work at it. And it's all about having a strong relationship with God. You have to be able to understand what he's wanting for you to do. Because if you don't, then you're just going to get off track again. We have to be able to communicate with him and know what he wants for our lives. You cannot walk with God without a strong relationship with God. If you're trying to like have a good life with your friend or something, but you don't know them, it's not going to work. Jeremiah 29:11 says, "For I know the plans I have for you," says the Lord. "They are plans of good and not disaster, to give you a future and a hope." God's plans for us are better than like any plans we could try to make by ourselves. I feel like we like to always try to plan our lives, like what will be the most practical, what would work the best, but God knows how we would be the happiest and what would be good for us and how he could work through us. Trying to live your life on your own leads to failure. You will, lead, you will end up walking in things that hurt you, make you feel sad, shameful, or hopeless. It doesn't work at all. So we just have to like recognize what God has for us. So you do not have to walk in the things. Like some people just, they're like, oh, I'm just sad. I just am. It's a natural thing. But, like, God doesn't want us to be sad. Um, um, John 14, 6 says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we have to come to Jesus to, um, to walk in what God has for us because that's the only way to really know him. He is the only way to live a joyful life. Um, what God has for us is just so much better than anything we could ever make. I kind of said that a lot, but it's kind of important. <laughs> we have to talk to God every single day because we have to develop the relationship I was talking about. God wants to, um, for us to grow. He doesn't want us to stay going the same way all our lives. He wants us to grow. So we have to give him room to grow in us um, so we can't like stay on his path but also carry along stuff from our old path like you have to get rid of those things so that he will be so that he can be with you because that's the only way it will work you can't be on two paths at one time it doesn't really make sense so we have to stay on the path God made for us that's the point. Do you have anything? Okay, then Katrina can come up. Good job. <laughs> you 
guys that have been up here on Sunday mornings know how hard that is. And look at them. I mean, they're as cool as cucumbers. You know, but that is a really hard thing to do, and we are so proud of you both. Really, really. I just feel like we should clap for them again. <laughs> well, I'll just talk a little bit about what you guys talked about, but um, they've really covered their bases. Um, you know, I liked what she said about God's voice. Well, she didn't say God's voice. She said Ken's voice was very quiet. A lot of times God's voice is very quiet in our life, and he's telling us to turn, and we just missed it. Or, you know, when you're learning especially, that voice can be really quiet in the beginning, but you learn, and you learn when you know God's talking to you, you know. But it takes a while, and it takes some practice. And really, the thing that really gets us off track is not when we fail, it's when we give up. And you know how you have those little periods of time where you kind of give up. That's the only defeat we really experience is when we just get to feeling like we're such a failure. You know, everybody else can do it. They can pray better. They keep up their relationship with God better than I do. But when I sit down to pray, my mind just wanders or I fall asleep. Or maybe I missed a few days reading my Bible. And then you start to feel, well, I'm just, God's disappointed. I'm failing. Other people can do this, but I'm just not very good at it. How many of you have ever felt that way? Anybody else? It's normal. You're not failing. He's not disappointed in you. We all do that. You just forget sometimes. But he's very, very patient. <laughs> but just, you know, just don't give up. That's really the only key. Just don't give up. All right? Well, I'll just close this out in prayer, and everybody will get to lunch early today. All right. Well, Lord, yes. Oh, that's right. We have um, teams that want to pray for you, and they need practice. And I think I'd rather have a team of kids pray for me than just about any adults in here. I'm sorry, guys, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? So whatever your prayer need is, anything. I know little Ilsa needs a headache. If somebody go to, I mean, she needs a prayer. She's got a headache. If anybody wants to pray for her, she'd appreciate that. But anything at all, um, kids, why don't you come up here and stand in front? Any other kids that want to join, you are more than welcome. And anybody at all that needs any prayer at all, we'd appreciate that. So, all right, Lord, thank you for raising up this generation to be stronger than the last. Thank you for what you're doing in their lives, what you're teaching them, what you're speaking to them, for their boldness, for their courage. These little evangelists that are going out into the world, what a world to be going into, Lord. We need you. We need your protection over them, your provision.
thank you, Lord, that when we reach out our hand, even just a little bit, you just grab us. You take the smallest little efforts and you turn them into some really big things, God. Thank you. We are strong because of you. In our weakness, we are strong because of you, Lord. Pray that you bless everyone here. Bless Katrina and Caitlin for the courage, Lord. Bless every child up here that's ready to pray. They don't know how to do it, and you know they don't know how to do it, but whatever they do, you're going to bless it. You're going to touch it. Just help them right now, Lord. And it's in your mighty and powerful name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.